Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. Dot .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Family. I'm your host Melanie Studley and I'm Tough Studley. And today we are talking about strategies, tips and tools for emotional growth in kids. All right, let's go. Let's go. I want to introduce to you my lovely son Tough Studley. Hi. Uh, and today we're going to talk about, like we said in the intro, tools, tips, and strategies for emotional growth. So we got to give you a little bit of a backstory about why this is the topic that we chose and what emotional growth we have been through as a family and as a mom and a kid. Yes. So do you want to give the backstory or what do you think? Make sure you're in the screen here, my no, love. you do it. Okay. So what it was? this was about two years ago, two summers ago. Yeah. We sold our home and we moved into an apartment. And I think mm-hmm. that that was kind of like the beginning of a hard season. And then Ellie died. Uh, yeah, talk to your microphone. Oh, so then, who who's Ellie? Um, she was our dog for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. We loved her a lot, but she passed away mm-hmm. about when we moved. Right about when we moved. And she had yeah. cancer. So that yeah. was really, really emotionally very challenging. And she was such a good dog. And mm-hmm. so we lost Ellie. And then we sold our house that they grew up in. Yeah. We moved into an apartment down the road. And mm-hmm. what was that like for you? Um, It was harder because um, Ellie was kind of like an emotional helper. Not in like the way that I needed her mm-hmm. like that, but just she was there if I needed somebody to stroke softly. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was just nice to have her. But when she passed away, it was more hard mm-hmm. and it was just sadder. Right. And yeah. What was it like when we lived in the apartment? It was harder than it should have been, and I made it pretty hard through a lot of things. Tell and, me why. Um, because I'd uh, freak out, and I'd have breakdowns about stuff, and I'd be scared. Here's a good... <laughs> keep it on your chin. Okay. Um, and I'd be sad and mad, and then I broke my arm around the time. Skateboarding. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, scootering. Scootering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds way less Then, cool. like... Um, <laughs> I was scootering. Scootering. <laughs> um, yeah. So then I, when I broke my arm, 
my brain was like all whacked up and it was like I'd try to take it off and it was really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we started to see a therapist after mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, more often and that helped more and I would have them less. Um, have a, be upset less. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me what it felt like when you were upset. Like what was going through your mind um, or your body? Both. It felt like I wasn't really in control, but, like, I was. I didn't, like, feel like myself. Mm. I felt, like, mad and angry and, like, everybody was against me. Like, you don't like me. This is that. Mm -hmm. And then one side was, like, happy. And, like, when you go to the pool. Because there was a pool there. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what, if you could talk to yourself back then. So, like, this today tough could Mm -hmm. talk to two years ago tough. Yeah. What would you have said? To two years ago, tough to um, help him maybe hmm. feel differently. I'd probably say, "What do you think's gonna happen after this? Like, what are you gonna achieve? Like, people won't want to be around you as much, and mm. you'll feel like bad later about yourself." Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, is that things that you did feel or have? Yeah, a lot. Tell mm. me about that. It just felt like nobody really wanted to do stuff with me, and I didn't know why at the time uh-huh. because I thought it was okay to do those things, kind of to be kind of unkind yeah. or. Um, but it wasn't, and I feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. But it gave me a little like sight that I can change, mm-hmm. and like you could go through bad things and then do good stuff, right? Like, right. Yeah. And it, but how did that feel at first when you were like, like my mom is asking me to change, or I I. Did you mm-hmm. did you know you needed to change? Um, no, not really. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know I could change. Oh. But you could always change, right? Um, yeah, but it just I felt like nobody liked me, and like, no, you're not doing the right thing. I know what's best for me, mm. and it was really bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what helped you change the most? You think? And I'm going to ask you a lot of questions yeah. about like what was what I did that wasn't helpful yeah. or that kind of stuff. But what do you think was sort of like the thing that really got you thinking about changing? Um, After therapy, we would do these things and it would really help me. Mm -hmm. And like, we'd take deep breaths and Mm -hmm. we'd do like things like, so how have you been feeling? Thanks. (laughs) How would you be feeling this past week? And I'd say good or like medium or kind of sad. And I'd say like, sometimes when um, my brother and sister like bother me, I, like, feel like I can't do anything. Right. Um. Yeah, and I didn't know what to do back then. Right. And now if I feel like that, I could go to you mm-hmm. or dad to help me. Right. And so a lot of it is talking, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking really helps Um. when you're feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the time, I thought talking was just like, no, but talking won't change the, my broken arm or, like, right. it won't change this. Right. Yeah. That's a very good insight because I do remember you – uh, saying things along the lines of like talking won't change it. It won't make it different. It won't make it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how did it feel? How did it feel when I, when you didn't want me to talk to you? Like it just felt like what am I doing? This mm-hmm. isn't good. But then it was like kind of like the left and the right side of the brain. Mm-hmm. One stays up all night doing the stuff, and then the other ones like doing other things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just felt like the one that stays up that was just all anger bad stuff mm. horrible thoughts wow. and my happiness was just like summered away wow that's a really good i love that analogy Insight. that it's like yeah. two different parts of your brain and one is sad and one is happy mm-hmm. tell me more about what do you think made them because i think when in that season it was like your sad brain was really really mm-hmm. far away from your happy brain yeah and they weren't close at all but now it feels like 
you're able to get them closer together. Yeah. How did, what do you think made the difference for that? Therapy really helped me get through those hard times and like, I used to say really hateful things like, you don't know anything. I hate you. Mm -hmm. You're the worst. Mm -hmm. And that's really not good because you could lose family members at any time and you don't even know when. And like, you could think the last thing I ever said to them was hateful. And you told me this many times and that's made me think, oh, I should really be nice every single day. Right. Like, smile. Right. Yeah. Um, you really helped me a lot along the way because, um, that was a therapist. Well, that is a therapist. Um, and you did the podcast, Mm -hmm. but I kind of like, well, it's kind of hard to Mm -hmm. explain, but yeah, therapy helped me a ton. Do you feel like you just maybe connected with me more and and it was easier to talk? It just kind of felt like I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. What do you mean (laughs) weren't there? What are you talking about? No, like I wasn't like... (laughs) I didn't feel like I was happy or like, uh huh. Yeah. During that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was under control of someone That's else. That's what I meant by someone it. else was controlling yeah. you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I do want to ask you what therapy was like. Like, what, what did you think therapy was going to be like before you ever went? How about that? I thought it would be just like bad things mm-hmm. and like, I don't really remember. I just right. didn't want to do it at all. Mm-hmm. My hand is sweaty. <laughs> um, and then I did it mm-hmm. for how many? We did it uh, often here. You're oh, the, oh, sorry. Um, we did shot. therapy off and on for a while, but we did a couple different. Well, actually, let me explain the types of therapies that we did. So we did more than one. Mm-hmm. So we did. Um, we had you go to a psychiatrist. Yeah. And we actually you started medication. Remember that? Yeah. And mm-hmm. do oh, you think sorry. that that was helpful? I think at first I didn't know that the medication was doing anything. And I was like. One day I was thinking, I wonder what my medication does. And it makes me feel like it calms me down, mm-hmm. makes me feel way better about myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost stops your, it, it it keeps the happy brain closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it stops the sort of angry brain from coming in is mm-hmm. the way I look at it. Because yeah. it's not like you changed a lot when your medication started. And you took a really, really low dose. You took the lowest yeah. dose you could. But um, it wasn't like you turned into a different person. It was more mm-hmm. like you stayed the same person and you could keep away that part yeah. of your brain that was um, sort of liked to pick a fight. Kind of a like a bit. shield. Oh, yeah. That's a great way to mm-hmm. say it. It was more like a shield. Yeah. So that was one type of therapy we had to go to because you had we had to do that in order to get the medication. Yeah. Um, and that was the psychiatrist, I think. Yeah. Um, and then... We actually did family therapy. Remember when we had um, when we had Papa, we were oh, Papa yeah. and Grandma's, and I the guy in the dog. Uh, yes, he brought yeah. his therapy dog. Mm-hmm. What was the dog's name? It was like Rosie or Bear. Or I keep or... on thinking of Bruno, but that was the dog no. that kept uh, kept on. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was the Chihuahua. Um, but yeah, we did we did family therapy, mm-hmm. and this was when uh, we were fixing this house, and there was a lot going on because we yeah. were we were living with my parents just for a few weeks to get the house we currently live in all fixed up, which was really hard. That was stressful. And so we had a therapist come to our home or to my parents' home Mm -hmm. and we all sat around. Oh, sorry. (laughs) We all sat around at a big table and we talked. And how was that when, I think his name was Derek. How was that when he would come? It felt better than like normal therapy because I knew like, oh, everybody's here. Right. Like, yeah, and they could share their thoughts about, like, how it was. Right. And, like, how everything is. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was helpful. Right. And I feel like in, in family therapy, when the therapist came to our home, 
what I liked a lot about it is that it gave an oppor- gave everybody an opportunity to talk about sort of how relationships impact each other differently. So even if, you know, I'm if let's say it like this. So even if you and your sister are fighting, it still has an impact on me and daddy, mm-hmm. right? So everything is connected. We say this all the time like everything touches everything else in a relationship and in a family. It's kind of yeah. like a big spider web and nothing is isolated nothing really is alone because if you're unhappy i can't really be it was happy. like when ellie died it was right. like it affected all of us mm-hmm. it was like one person couldn't just be like oh i didn't really like her because then everyone would get upset right and right. like they were like but all of these good things mm-hmm. happened with her mm-hmm. and like we played frisbee on right. the hills right and it yeah yeah, so it does. And that was one of the good things I thought about family therapy in home family therapy because it gave everybody an opportunity to share their thoughts and share their feelings and then a safe space for you to hear mm-hmm. how things impacted them. Yeah. Because at the time you were like your bad brain was, mm-hmm. your angry brain was sort of taking you over and you were saying unkind things, yeah. which did have a really big impact on your relationship with your sister and your mm-hmm. brother and then even how they acted with us and blah, blah, blah. So that felt really good to have in-home family therapy. We only did that, I think, twice, two or three times, maybe twice. Yeah, and then no. the third time was with the dog. Yeah, and then I walked with him. Right, and you walked with the therapist and walked his dog. He had a little tiny cute mm-hmm. bear, whatever those things are. It looks like a bear. Um, so that was really fun. But then we also did therapy. Remember when you broke your arm, when mm-hmm. your arm was broken, and we went to the therapy place in Snoqualmie? And you met with that guy, I yeah. think, or Melissa. There was a couple different people. Yeah, the girl and then mm-hmm. the guy that made me. Right. So tell me about that. Yeah, he had you answer boring. That was the day <laughs> after you broke your wrist. Oh, you still had your temporary cast on. It itched so I know, but he gave you advice. Um, but so anyway, you went to the, that was an assessment and it was really long and it was really boring and you didn't want to go. And I remember you having a lot of anxiety about that. Mm-hmm. What was, what was the anxiety you were feeling about going to get the I assessment? I was like scared. Cause at the time I was really scared of like shots and I was like, oh, he's probably gonna have to draw blood. And I was like, and then I was just like thinking of all these things like, uh, uh. And I was like, what about this? What about that? And then mm-hmm. when we did it, it was just questions. It was kind of bad. <laughs> well, it was boring. It was long. It was boring. Right. Um, but yeah, it was helpful with the other lady because mm-hmm. we'd meet what? Once a week, I think. Yeah. On yeah. like Saturdays or Sundays. I don't really remember. It was during the school day because we took you out of school like on Wednesdays. Daddy would pick you oh, up yeah. and take you during school. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But around the time that we got Doug, it was really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he was really cute. Right, and Doug is our current dog. Yeah. He's just outside. Um, but I want to share also sort of the different, there are different types of therapies. There are different ways that they happen. So mm-hmm. like we did in-home therapy, a therapist came to our house. You did uh, that initial setup that you said was really boring. Yeah. That was an assessment. So he had to just go and answer a bunch of questions. And the assessments are valuable because it helps the um, the guy understand how you think, yeah. right? So he just as- asks a bunch of questions and you you just answered them, right? You didn't have to fill a paper out, right? Um, I would have to, I had the wrote, right, wrote. <laughs> I'd have to write my name and then like, it was kind of like, which one do you believe? Like, mm-hmm. um, which one do you find more appealing? Mm-hmm. Picture one or picture two? Oh, okay. It was kind of like that, but there was like 400 of them. Right, and you had to do, it was a test for, it was almost like a, stress test to see mm-hmm. what you could put up with. That was actually what it, yeah, part it was of, like, actually what it was for. Um, yeah. It was frustration tolerance. What was stuff. Oh, I don't know what Doug. that sounded like. Um, 
So then you did that test, and then after that, you went to see the lady therapist. Mm-hmm. Wait, didn't each I? week, right? I went to go to see the lady like four times, and then I saw the guy, and then I kept on saying the lady. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he was sort of like the head guy. So he would do the big assessment, and then uh, she was like the worker part of it. So mm-hmm. she would do the actual play yeah. therapy with you. We'd play Uno a lot. What was that like? Tell me about the play therapy with her. Um, when we'd play. Uno? Just any time. I, I was never um, in your therapy session, so. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, It was good bonding with someone. Mm-hmm. Having, it's like, it's just like being with your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. like a best friend. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What kind of things did she talk to you about? Or was it mostly just like hanging out? It was like, um, we were there for about like 45 minutes or no, sorry about mm-hmm. that. No, you're good. Um, But like, we'd. Do like 35 minutes and then like 15 minutes to play a game, mm-hmm. like Battleship or like something else. And it was really fun. What'd you do for the first half hour? Like what were the things um, you were talking? She would be like, we'd review like note things and she'd oh. be like, um, how are you feeling today? I already said this. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Did you get angry about anything today? Did mm-hmm. somebody bother you? And I'd say like, yeah, Mariner did this and like Hattie was doing this. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um... Yes, mostly. Right. So just like talking through just Mm -hmm. everyday stuff. Um, That's great. So I think it's really helpful for people to understand what therapy is like, how it impacts people, what things you like, what people are afraid of before they go and see a therapist. Because sometimes uh, we make up that it's going to be scary when really it's not. Um, The first time I was supposed to go... I was really scared, and I was like, no, I don't want to go. No, mm-hmm. please, no. Right. Um, and then... No, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it was um pretty good. I liked it, and I was like, yeah, when's the next one? And they were like, next week. And I was right. like, yay. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't really like that, but... <laughs> right. But And we turned it into something positive, too. So we, Daddy would take you. He'd pick you up from school. Mm-hmm. He'd come home from work early. Uh, he'd pick you up from school and he would take you up to Snoqualmie, which is yep. a really beautiful city. They'd go to their session and then afterwards you'd go to North Bend um, or Snoqualmie. Wait. We'd go um, to the Snoqualmie like village place. Oh, where the trains yeah. are and stuff. And like there's a candy store, like an old timey yeah. candy store. And then we'd store. walk, um, before we went to the candy store, we would always walk on the train. And it's mm-hmm. really cool because they have like really old stuff. But back to the therapy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy really seems scary at first, but... It, it grew on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I I enjoyed it more than I thought it would. Uh-huh. Thought I would. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody's going to do therapy, it's okay and it's not scary. Right. It's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so funny. Uh, let's see. What other things are there that we can discuss? I know that... Something I wanted to try to um, ask you questions about is uh, what... How does it look today? Because you've done a lot of work. You've really worked so hard. You're off your medication, right? We moved into our house, um, which is still kind of gross, but we're getting there. We'll get it nice one day. Um, but uh, but how? what are the things that you've done in the last year? Because we've lived in the house for a year. Mm, yeah, I forgot about that. What are the things you've done since we stopped therapy now that you're off your medication and we're in our home and we have Doug. What things have you continued to work on? Because I'll tell you what, this last month you have just been amazingly balanced mm-hmm. and it's like your bad brain is gone and you're not even on medication. So tell yeah. us what you're doing now. Um, when I feel stressed out, like 
since we've so we dropped out of normal school to do homeschool and that was really really hard and we mm-hmm. did it for about like what two minutes <laughs> i don't know we did it for a long time we haven't been in school for almost a year no i meant like not home online school home home mm, yeah i don't know a few months that was really like it was easy but like it would like you know when something's really easy and you have the freedom to do it you're like <laughs> it's too easy you mean yeah, yeah and then when we started to do online school before we did it it felt impossible it right. was like they would it do was stuff with email and you'd have to have zoom on right and yeah but they changed a lot of things and now it's really much easier something there's a little bumps right um yeah but mm-hmm. it's been a lot better right yeah so when you're in your everyday life now we do virtual schooling through our school district mm-hmm. hattie started real school but yeah. it's really short hours we have doug who is sort of like a therapy dog because he's basically <laughs> wonderful um we live on a beautiful property so how does the property help you when you're feeling stressed out it's um so the tree that's right next to my window, it's really like calming to just watch anything that happens near it. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a little squirrel that goes by and goes mm-hmm. on the swing. There's a bird. Um, yeah, it's just pretty calming. Right. So mm-hmm. you use nature. I, I discovered through this process that tough needs nature. So not everybody has the same need for nature as others. So it's different for every person. Mm-hmm. I love nature. Um, and, but I think for you and daddy, Mm-hmm. That you actually need it um, yeah, as like a therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if we go by, um, you know, there's like small towns that will have like the exact same house, just like a million in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have like literally 18 feet of land. Right. Right. Um, it's like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like, go play outside. There's nothing to do outside. Right. Well, and I think that was part of our stressor when we lived in the apartment. The apartment yeah. was beautiful. We could see Mount Rainier. It had a swimming pool. But there wasn't land and grass and trees. Mm-hmm. And um, it was in a city, although the city has lots of trees. But it was, um, you you need grass and sky and wind and all of that, I think, right? Yeah. Does that sound right? Um, so what other things? How does Doug impact your mental um, wellness? He's just like kind of there mm-hmm. if I need somebody to hug or something. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes he lays in poop. <laughs> He's a little stinky. Uh, but he does offer you just support, like support and presence, just mm-hmm. being with you without yeah. being judgmental or anything. And he's just like loving. He makes you yeah. feel good, huh? Mm-hmm. He makes me feel good. Me feel good. My very good. My very good. What else is there? So, so then the other thing I want to say too is that now you have more strategies for coping with things than you did even a year or two years ago. Yeah. And what are those strategies and how do you use them? Um, taking deep breaths is a really big thing. And usually people say like, take deep breaths and people find it like, that's not going to help. It really, really Mm. helps. So try it if you're feeling stressed. Um, tell us why that helps. Um, for you. It's kind of like when, let's say you're getting chased by someone. Mm -hmm. You're like, (laughs) right. And that's like, your brain is like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Right. Um, it's like, let's say you hide from them. You just take a few deep breaths. Mm-hmm. They do something else. Right. It actually does. It slows your heart rate down. 
mm-hmm. which ter- in turn makes your brain calm down. Yeah. So our, our body impacts how we think. And mm-hmm. lots of times people don't think that. They think, oh, well, if I think different, it'll impact my body. But it's yeah. both directions. So you said mm-hmm. you do deep breathing. What other strategies do you do? Um, I don't really know. Um, There's deep breathing. I said that one. <laughs> Um, maybe like sitting somewhere and just like closing my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, not really like my own like special space, mm-hmm. just like a bed or a chair. Right. Or just like take a minute to just sit down. Right. You know, think about anything. Mm-hmm. It's just, just really soothing. Right. It was just like taking a little break. Yeah. Right. What about when you feel Whoa. mad at somebody? Like what do you do when you feel mad? Um, sometimes I'll... This the old tough would be like, ah, and then like push, or like punch him, mm-hmm. and that was not good. Right, right. Um, what I should have done was like, get you or something, mm-hmm. or get dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could always rely on your parents to help you mm-hmm. with something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do feel, oh sorry, if you do feel defenseless, then again, parents. Right. Um. I wouldn't really say it's standing up for yourself. I would just mm-hmm. kind of say it's not relying on others, mm-hmm. needing assistance. Needing assistance. Yeah, that's a good thing to do, yeah. I think. Because sometimes we, we just need help yeah. in little things. What are some of the things, and this is, let's go back to when we lived in the apartment. Mm-hmm. What were things that were not helpful that I, me or daddy did? Um, and you can be totally honest here. Maybe, like, if I got in an argument with someone, if they were like, well, you don't do this, mm-hmm. um, which you rarely did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mostly dad. <laughs> I'm not I'm not being mean. <laughs> Just very not common for you to do it. Right. Well, and that that's a great point because sometimes, most times, parents yeah. have different strengths, right? Mm-hmm. Daddy is much better at... I don't know, snowboarding, like a million things. Daddy can do a million things that I can't do, but I can also do a million things that daddy doesn't do very well. And so that's a really good point that not both parents are going to know how to handle conflict Mm -hmm. or tough times with the same sort of skill. Yeah. And because um, one thing is partially because you're from different sides of the world. Right. Um, not like the opposite side. Right. But, um, like, you grew up with other things, like, mm-hmm. let's say, oh, you can't eat like that, you have to eat like this, and you'd be like, oh, no, I always eat it like that. Right. And, like, if, for say, um, one time, I wasn't born, I don't think, um, <laughs> you were chewing in a weird way or something, and Dad told you about it. Yes. Um, But, like, <laughs> you wouldn't, like, do that. Here usually. Right. You're you saying just... like family of origin. Our yeah. families are different. Our cultures, me and daddy's cultures yes. are different. And um, I have a much more flexible culture maybe than daddy does. Yeah. Uh, more so, tolerant. That's a great way to say it. So what things were we doing that were not helpful? And then what things did we do that were helpful? Sometimes if I was upset with someone, you and dad would get in an argument right. in, with each other. And you don't now. Right. You can always... um. The podcast really, I feel like, gave you a different perspective in mind of just like, oh, this way or that way. I agree. You just, you know. Mm -hmm. How did it make you feel when when you would get upset and then me and daddy would get in a fight? What was that like? I'd feel like really confused. I was like, can you help me? Ah. Um, Yeah. 
Hmm. That's insightful. I didn't know that it felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, did it ever make you sad? Or like not hurt? Like, no, not really. Just kind of like confused why you're fighting. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really insightful. What other things did we do that might not have been helpful that you wish like, man, I just wish they wouldn't have done that back then? Um, like just that, mm-hmm. but like maybe if like you're well, I can't. That was the only thing I could really think of. Right. Okay. What things were really helpful, like the most helpful? Um, I think therapy and you helping me mm-hmm. a lot. Um, mm-hmm. since Dad wasn't there a lot mm-hmm. as he is now. Right. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was Daddy was working on the house. Like we mm-hmm. were just so busy that we couldn't really be yeah. present for you in a way that was healthy for you. So now, what? Tell me about the different ways that. Like when I show up in the way that I show up or dad shows up for you, how that impacts how you feel and respond. Because we're parents, like me and dad are your parents. So it's our job to show up for our kids in a way that's beneficial for them and us and our family, right? Does that make sense? Yes. So what ways have we shown up that has been not helpful? Like, let's say we're in an argument and like, this is kind of a weird, like, we're arguing about, sorry, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say me and Ar- Hattie are arguing about, or let's say noodles. This right. happened this morning. They do argue about noodles. <laughs> um, I made noodles and Hattie wanted to get a specific bowl. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, um, okay, you could have that one. And I was doing the thing and I gave Hattie's bowl one too many. So I gave two to each other bowl mm-hmm. because I gave Hattie... Right. Two bowls and okay, noodles. Every single one was even, but right. your brain's like, "Ooh, I want the one with more." So Hattie was, Greedy. she got the one that had more, right? Um, and I was like, "But you wanted that one." She was like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> um, but something that wasn't as helpful was maybe you coming in mm-hmm. and saying you do it all the time, right? It it didn't really hurt my feelings. I was just kind of confused, right? Like, if I do it all the time, why maybe I influenced her. Mm. So, yeah. Right. So, that was just today. That was just a few hours ago Mm -hmm. that the way I showed up in that was more like, uh, see, I'll show you kind of vibes. Like, not necessarily loving and helpful. Mm -hmm. And the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But what ways do I show up that are good and helpful? Um, if we're in an argument and... Why are we arguing so much? Just kidding. <laughs> yes. If me and Hattie are in an argument and you're like, what's wrong? I can help you both. And uh, um, wait, like, So it, you say sometimes when I come in and I have like a solution focus thing? You said, Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you're just l- laser... Mm-hmm. Like just dead on that. It's like, oh, um, like I was saying, the electronic thing. If someone... Um, like, let's say, since we all three kids have an iPad and was like, no, that's my charger. And then it's like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, here, you could use one of these. And that's really helpful mm. because it's like, yeah. Like solution focused, mm-hmm. less sort yeah. of like, I'm going to teach you a lesson and I'm going to tie this back to some old thing. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about your growth as a person over the last two years? I think I've kind of broke out of the outer shell that mm-hmm. was sad. Mm, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, do you feel like it's impacted your relationships or what relationship has it? Oh, 
relationships has it impacted? Does it help or make any difference it's in school? Really, anything? Um, it's really impacted Mariner and Hattie since mm-hmm. I'd say all those hateful things, and we're trying to kind of like, how do you say? It? Like it's kind of a rip in a blanket. Like right. you're just trying to sew back the repair. Yeah. Right. And so right now we're doing a lot of repair work. We talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. That it's hard for them. Like if I say, "Hey, do you want to play this game?" And they're like, "No." Mm-hmm. And like they don't say why. Then I was like, oh. Right. A lot of it really is like mm-hmm. they've, it's hard because as people, we kind of want to get people back. And that's yeah. a lot of what they're doing is they are sort of treating you bad. It's not good. They shouldn't be doing it. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of doing it as a way to get back because they've been hurt by you for a long time. Yeah. Um. But we've been re-sewing the blanket, mm-hmm. which is life. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> um. Like if I would ask Mariner, my brother... If, hey, do you want to play a game? I'm not going to name the game. Um, but um, he'd be like, um, no. And then if he would ask me, right. I would say yes, because I would obviously want to repair the bond. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I love it. Why didn't I just say bond? <laughs> no, that's good. You got it. You got there. Uh, I love it. So I'm really proud of how you've grown. And I'll be honest, it's I'm so proud of all of the work that you've done because it's really hard work. Mm-hmm. And there's no easy way around it, right? Yeah. There's no there's no easy way other than just going through and figuring no it out. Right. No shortcut. So before we wrap up, I want you to tell oh. me what that what the going through is like. Like what is it like inside of your heart? Because a good example is like some days you'll be really mad at me. Mm-hmm. And then in like four minutes, you'll come back to me and you'll apologize. So tell me what yeah. that process oh. is like. The process of just like all the stuff like mm-hmm. from start to finish. Mm-hmm. So it all began. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anybody's in a hard time, <clears throat> um, just all the things would help. Um, It was pretty hard to like, I was... Always like, oh no, I'll never be able to do it. Ah. Right. Um, I wasn't determined, and now I am determined. Like, I'm gonna get a better bond. Yes. Right. Tell me more mm-hmm. about that determination. Um, it's just always the good to have it, even if you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if you're the last in a race, you can have determination and still like get fourth or fifth. Right. Right. Um, it's like that's good. Mm-hmm. It's like you tried. <laughs> and (laughs) there you you are (laughs) so how hard is it to um like in those moments like get determination well to actually get because we have lots of people and we know lots of people Mm -hmm. that they say oh i just wish stuff was different but then when they hit that wall of it's it's really actually hard to apologize when you're angry they hit that wall and then they go never mind i don't care if it's different i don't even care they're not trying to make it different Mm -hmm. they just like it's too hard I'm just going to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, you should just keep on trying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you need to break down a wall. Right. Well, and how, do, how has that felt for you? Like what process goes inside on inside of you that makes you give you that courage to break through that wall when it's really hard? Because sometimes it's really, really hard. Um, yeah, it's just you have to really just if you don't get it the first time, try again. Mm-hmm. Just like. Keep on doing it until you get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I did that noise. No, I like it. I like it. That's really good. So 
I hope that this has been helpful for everybody. If you like our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Um, and please rate and review our show on iTunes. Um, we, we love doing this work. We hope that it's really helpful for families and individuals and kiddos. And we mm-hmm. want to do more of it. We want to travel and share and teach and all of that. You keep looking at my mouth. There's someone in my mouth. <laughs> no. Something like a booger going on. No, I'm just looking at your microphone. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And what else do you want to say? If you're having a hard time, just believe in yourself. That's right. All right. Well, we'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye. High five.